Geek Shock. Geek Shock. I took an English toffee. Person took an English toffee. I took nice. And then Andy got his hands on it. Oh, and it's all messed up now? What was? (laughs) I fixed it. It looks fine to me. I don't know what you're talking about. I just fixed it. (laughs) Did anybody see you fix it? How do you function in life? (laughs) Pretty well. (laughs) How did you manage to get two kids? By by pure observation alone, Andy, I'm going to have to say that statement is incorrect. Tolerate each other. I know that, but, but, but... like there, there's your business trying to find a hole. You tripping in, like you probably tripped into it. <laughs> I'm a very passionate lawyer. Hey. Oh. <laughs> I have no doubt. I have no doubt. Yeah. Although I would very much believe that uh, by the time everything's said and done, pubes are probably tied in knots. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, <laughs> from the yes. from the wangle and dangle, like like, yeah. like like the avatar, like with the, the, the things yeah. like intertwine. Yeah, there's and, a lot of ow, my hair. Watch my hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then of course the emotional. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just trying to teach you some that. Siemens hitches. <laughs> Hoop. This, no, is, you, a, this you, is a Bowman's knot. You spilled, <laughs> you spilled it all over me. <laughs> That's kind, kind of the point. This is a, this is a yard arm away. Oh, 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 oh. Welcome, folks. It's Geek Shock number 369. The Goose Drank Wine. I am Master Torgo. <laughs> Secret Dicks. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact checked, Andy. Negative mats. And we're here to talk <laughs> Weekend Geek. And Happy New Year, everybody. We're mm. almost there. Oh, goodness. We will be, uh, yeah, very soon. Uh, first, uh, a shout-out. We received some wonderful gifts this yes. week. Oh, you guys. You got boxes of stuff. It's pretty awesome. Well, I'm, I'm Physical geek mail. Absolutely floored. Elizabeth sent this massive 40-pound box of Star Trek and wrestling books and magazines. Wow. So I wonder who that's for in this mm. room. So, uh, mis- mystery person sent me Ot- Otter com- uh, Brewing Company Sweatshirt that That's holds adorable. a drink. It has its own bottle opener in the, in the pocket. Thank you, whoever sent this. You, you didn't so send useful. your name. That's really cool. So, so write me, email comments at ugly couch show, and tell me who you are. My God, it would be in Washington. Who are that you? Can't read your shirt through your microphone. There you go. Who there we go. Okay. There's the there's the there's a shirt. Who, who, Beautiful. Who, who, it was either Oregon or Washington. One of the two. Really Wants to but know. Croak the DJ sent a whole box of Pez dispensers. Thank you. Yeah, yes. like, Thank a you, whole Croak. display box worth. And and, my, and and you got a cheese sandwich. My army of cheese sandwiches <laughs> begins. Which is already spoiled. You should have. I have that an R2D2. And and plus uh, he uh, is the. Uh, the man who made these cookies around us possible. Yes, he did. So, so thank you, Pat. This is extremely kind of you. And and now we have one one final gift because it, it's it's expressively says it must be done on the air. Oh, boy. all right. So it has the card. It's from Jake Godbold. Oh boy, ah. longtime shock monkey. Um, Maybe if you wouldn't mind, uh, there's names on each of the presents. Distribute them as they all, as they are. Thank so you. That I, can... I don't think I would have figured that out, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this this is this is why I love you. Negative this, Matt. This is why we wow. All right, what Vanna. <laughs> I wonder who this is to. His, his, his presentation assistant. Now to, you're to 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 go. Oh 
from oh it's just, okay i think it's you this guy yeah this, wow. this guy dude we told you don't read english hey, and Canadian. hey matt new year new host is this shut how your this ignorant mouth mm. oh. oh he went there he fucking went there suck it uh the cover of the card says uh we got it's a Two guys looking at a box with a snowman in the front. I got this from Mom's room. We can use it for his nose. Oh, cool. It vibrates. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dildo uh, snowman. So as you're distributing the gifts, uh, don't open them just yet. The note says, hey, fuckers. That's us. So, nice work, Andy. So I've been doing some traveling lately. Three cons in three months. Three cons in the fountain. Never again. <laughs> That's a lot. But it was worth it. As I roamed, I found a couple of things oh. that I thought you might appreciate. Paul. Yes. I met this Thank lovely you. lady. While you might already have this, but hey, two is always better than one. Dude. Enjoy, bub. But, oh, not to dr- brag, but she kissed me. Ooh. And then she kissed me. Well, now we got to know who is it. She kissed me so in a way that, that I've gift. never been kissed before. Lovingly wrapped in newspaper. Yep. She the best way. You know what? This is actually I, I appreciate this wrapping. Ooh, yes. coupon. Because oh, it's a it's a it's a signed photo oh of someone. God. Oh my god, that's awesome. That is awesome. Oh, it's the is that the childlike empress? No. No, this is this is <laughs> Evelyn. I, I can't see it from the backside. This it, is it's blank and white. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Fuji film, full color, crystal. There you go, Fuji. Okay, the the girl the girl that was in all the '80s movies with the ice blue eyes. I think I remember her specifically being in uh, that Rudger Hauer movie where he was a blind guy. Blind with a sword. Fury. Blind What's Fury. Up? Yeah. Wow. Love that goddamn. You movie. liked me at least, right? You liked me at least, right? Who, do you, that's a, that's the line from her oh, movie. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just giving you a better that's reading. What it seems than you did. to be. Oh, I've forgotten her name, but yeah, I remember. What is this character? I, I, you know what? I don't recognize the character. Is it Eva Lynn? I don't think so. Was it Leela? <laughs> I think it might be Eva Lynn. Paul, so grateful. <laughs> no, I, I dig it. I just think Meg Foster, right? Is that the name of the? Yeah, Meg Foster yeah. is the actress, but uh, yes, I was. Just trying to double. All right, check, then it must uh, be well, Berlin. IMDb time. Well, while you're IMDb, the internet. 80s. It would make sense that it's yes. Berlin. With your gift, go ahead and start unwrapping it while I read. I okay. found a booth selling rare albums. Rare albums. I okay. finally got my hands on this gem, but I figured you'd appreciate this. Enjoy your bootlegged music. Mm. <laughs> it's a box, it's unwrapping. There's paper. It's red. I'm, I'm trying. It you're, says Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have a feeling that's uh, just... Could uh, just be the box, though. Yeah. Don't get too excited. It's not Marvel related because it's <laughs> in a Marvel box. <laughs> that's what's written on it? Is that what you're yes. reading? Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't tell if that was your inner monologue or... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's foam in here, too. Mm. All right. Oh, great. <laughs> and the unwrapping continues. But oh, how- and then there's another thing wrapped <laughs> up in here. Jake, I blame you. The Russian nesting doll of <laughs> packages. <laughs> All right, I think. Yes, I- this is what she was in Evil Lynn. She was also in They Live. Yes, yes she was. Yes, she okay. was. Yeah. Uh, she's been in a lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, she was. Is, she was an '80s queen. Those this, eyes are piercing. <laughs> yeah, and they still are. There's a picture of her now. Um, uh, recent uh, picture. Yeah. All right. So I got it on my second guess. But she does look like the childlike empress at first. She does glance. right there. Little, yeah. But. It's Evil Lynn. <laughs> oh, my God. That's that was when funny. she was begging for it's her life from Skeletor, I think, and Skeletor zaps her. 
Wow, that's Did awesome. Okay, anything? so what do you have here? What do you have? Uh, it says, I burn it, you play it, enjoy. Ah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I a, love that band. It's a CDR. <laughs> a lot of digging for Fact no check, payoff. go ahead and start opening your gift. All right. For fact check. Okay, I cheated. This wasn't bought at a, cow, at a con, but I'm putting an end to this spilling shit. Drink ah. up, me matey. All right. Uh, uh, Jake, as much as I appreciate it, you... Uh, you know I just consider it a challenge. <laughs> yeah. You're... <laughs> I love your optimism, I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It says yeah. the pint that won't fall over. The <laughs> <laughs> pint? There's two of them in there, it looks no, no, like. We, you have to go test it out. Go fill it with water right now. No, no. No, no. It looks like it's weighted down. It sounds like it has a sound thing on it or something. It, it does seem to have a little sound thing at the bottom, but... Uh, but I don't see anything for batteries. We're going to investigate this yeah, further. Yeah. Uh, it looks like it unscrews. Commander K, go ahead and start opening up yours. Oh, the the gift I share with Matt, Jake, you cheap bastard. <laughs> <laughs> to Commander K and Maple Leaf, and This Matt? one says K and the elusive Maple yeah. Leaf. I didn't see anything that would appeal to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but they were a big hit last year. Enjoy. Science. Science? We're, we're trying to explore. It's got some bug. kind of solenoid in there. Is that what's going on? Is it is a solid wrapping job, Jake? I have I have to say, what is that? Oh my. Okay. All right. You're forgiven. Uh, please. This this is for you and me, Matt. You read it. Old Kentucky Black Forest Bourbon Truffles. Oh, that's hard oh, to beat. Yeah, you guys are gonna win wow. on that. Bon appetits. Yeah. Are you sure that's there's not more names on that for? <laughs> for yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Torgo, don't want to spoil it on the card as you read it. So hand the paper to any random shock monkey f- for your relic. All right, I'm going right. to start going after this thing. Seriously, Andy? Yeah, I just reached for it. He was the first one to grab. Yeah. Torgo, I encountered a creep at a horror show just selling stuffed animals. Oh. Just regular stuffed animals. Saw this guy and thought, Torgo! Oh, I hope Snatched this is what I think thought. it is. He could be improved. It's an otter. Oh, wow. Wow. Awesome. It's a zombie otter. It's a what vicious, the- <laughs> evil otter. It's an absolute zombie otter. This thing's amazing. That's <laughs> great. Nice. Oh, my God. The work on this is beautiful. The eyes are creeped out, covered in blood. It's It's got its skull exposed <laughs> underneath <laughs> the Wow. The Wow. The gored up otter. See, I'm from my side. I couldn't see any of that. I'm like, it looks fine to me. Yeah, it's Whoa. claws covered wow. in blood. Oh, Jake, you the, know me. The you otter layer so is now getting some, some residents. The note continues. Send him to another artist friend of mine to give him some personality. Sure, he might be a tad crazed, but as my <laughs> as Stephen King uh, fan knows, sometimes dead is better. <laughs> I, think, yes, uh, I think he needs to sit up there with the... Uh, Caddyshack gopher. Uh, he is he is getting a prominent spot, and I think that's a fine space, sir. That's a fine. <laughs> I, Jake, the other, the I other think you should sit above your bed. Oh, this is gorgeous. <laughs> that's really Jake. neat. Yeah, that's really neat. Jake, very thank cool. you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks Jake. for everything. Thank you, thank and, you and for the, my uh, Eva Lynn picture. That's super cool. The, I'm the gonna put that seem, up with all my He Man stuff. The cups seem to be sick to uh, smooth surface, so we'll test it out at the uh, game night. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the uh, felt table. They'll. they'll oh yeah, won't do right that. Will it? That. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bring it work. with you to a bar so you don't look. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I need this cup filled in. Bring my own cup. Can you fill the dish cup for me? I think Daryl would put up with that. <laughs> I'm sure there's. <laughs> I'm sure there's a few. Yeah. There's a few bartenders. You're on your first name basis with the bartender at the mill. Yeah. Oh, so is of course he. Is. Yeah, yeah. So I am. <laughs> but no, no. That's uh, at the McMullins. He's a former Star Trek. Ah. Yes. Uh, finishing the card. Enjoy your extremely poorly wrapped crap, guys. Hope you all had a happy holiday. Happy holidays, Jake. Woo-hoo. Thank you. So you're saying Thank that you, Darren knows that you're a compulsive spiller then? This is awesome, well? Jake. Thank you Ooh. so much. <gasps> oh, Darren, 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 holy crap, Elizabeth. Darren. I'm just looking at this Darryl, giant box of Darren. stuff. Darren. Fucking exciting, all these Star Trek books. This is going to be too much to go through. Absolutely. Thank you, Elizabeth. Thank you, Pat. And, and Mystery uh, Otter uh, Sweatshirt Giver. Yeah. Thank you so much. Gentlemen, we are coming to the end of the year. I I, I, I know I asked a very rough task. Mm-hmm. And I asked you to come up with three things that you really liked this year. It could be anything. could be something somebody said to you. I don't care. But I'll tell you what, just to lead it off, I chose books. Because that's kind of my thing. I'm going to do you books. You chose books? Right? I figured that was, no. that was the one. And if no. You're, and if you're you know, a regular listener, you probably know the answer to this. My third favorite book read of the year, uh, of course, very uh, <coughs> close to the heart today, uh, Watership Down by yeah. Richard oh. Adams. Oh, oh. Yeah. Maybe you lost him today, but th- that is a fantastic read if you have not read it. Uh, the other two came out this year, uh, Cyclops Road by Jeff Strand. Again, great with the comedy road trip story that has a bunch of crazy, is the fantasy real or not base underneath it. And of course, Fireman, The Fireman by Joe Hill, uh, which was a a, a deep-hearted uh, adventure, apocalyptic, but yet the first apocalyptic book I've read that has is based in hope. Hmm. Kind of the idea where the zombie is the uh, the hero. Wow. So. Cool. So those three books, go for those three this year, and, and you'll find a good read in either any of them. Gentlemen, who wants to go next? I'm ready. Go All for right, it, go for it. Go for it. All right, so uh, everything for me is on YouTube. Okay, okay, I like it. So wait, we're not going to watch them, all right? No. Oh, good. <laughs> I highly recommend other people do. First and foremost, out the gate, this whole year has been all about Mystery Science Theater for me, uh, with the renewed um, pledge drive and buying all the stuff and getting excited for the next next year. The DVDs are coming, but this whole year it's just been slow drip feed of Joel sending emails about the progress of the Kickstarter and. Uh, getting things and just last week i got my t-shirt and some postcards and all kinds of swag and awesome more stuff is coming oh good because i still don't have my mug yet <laughs> yeah it's all coming it's all coming it's just taking time i don't have my mug oh, yet it's fine. it always does it always does but it's just really cool to see it all coming and uh meantime this year i have watched so much mystery science theater it's been my bedtime viewing of choice and i just leave it playing there's a whole new segment of stuff that just got released out of England, oh, that is full movies, and it's got the KTMA stuff. Oh wow, that I haven't seen, and it's anyway. Look, look up some MST3K on on uh, YouTube. Some of these videos have only been watched like three hundred times now. It's, Sorry, it's KTMA. Yeah, it's the station they started yep. off in uh, Wisconsin. Oh, that one. before in, they yeah. really got Saint right. Paul, right? I think so. Minnesota somewhere. Um, yeah. So public television. 
I mean, there's only like five of those episodes, four extant. Yeah, there's they not found many. another one or two, but yeah. yeah, there's a few. And I mean, they they show their age, but they also show a lot of just you know heart. Yeah, and 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 the and the, the, the 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 bits with the Mads is really awesome. Mm. So I've just been really into mystery science theater this year, like heavy. So so back then, Josh Weinstein was yes. one of the Mad scientists, mm-hmm. and the voice of Tom Servo, I believe. Yep, uh, he went on to be a Simpsons writer. Yes. So, mm-hmm. oh, he's done a lot of great stuff. Yeah, and and then came back for Cinematic Titanic, of right. course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now he's uh, he's a funny guy. He's a funny guy. And they had some good bits. Um, it's really too bad you couldn't have come with us to the uh, Rift Tracks Live MST reunion. That oh, was so, so yeah. Great. I know. Well, I mean, I'll get that DVD eventually. I bought right, a right, crap yeah. load of it's Rift Tracks this year too. Rift Tracks is awesome too, and, and you can find a bunch of great Rift Tracks stuff out there too. Then uh, second for me is um, on YouTube, Red Letter Media and their Best of the Worst <laughs> series, and just looking so forward to them dropping those Best of the Worst. Like, when that comes out, that is appointment viewing. Like, I, I try and savor it, but I, I usually can't go two days without plopping down and just watching it. And how often it's so do you good. fall asleep watching it? I don't. No, oh, okay. I, that's, that's, <laughs> that's stuff I stay up for and, and really love. Uh, you know, they're only an hour and a half or so tops. But they, they just, you know, it's the same kind of thing. They just watch terrible films and talk about them and decide which one was the worst. Did you see the Christmas episode they just put up? Actually watching it before you guys arrived. Right. So. Oh. And it's the worst stuff they've ever seen. <laughs> like, they really, they, they, they lose their minds. It's so bad. There's nothing good. Oh, that first one, though, is pretty. Replicator? Replicator. <laughs> that's, that's the only one I really got to go yeah. dig deep into. Replicator is... Uh, that's what they were talking about right oh, before you guys God. got here. Yeah, it's the whole fucking thing. Yeah, they did Christmas or Crocodile this year. Basically, it's, yeah, it's a movie that was written by a guy who stars in it, whose his only excuse is to see and touch women's boobs. Yeah, he just the movie. wants to perv out and kiss yeah. on people. It's mm. gross. Yeah, but it's but it's funny. I mean, it's not funny. It's funny yeah. when they watch Quit it and go giving Andy yuck. ideas. So it's oh. a Vincent Gallo movie, right? <laughs> It's not even as You just competent. don't understand his artistry, Kirsten. Not even as competent as Brown Bunny. <laughs> but the twist wow. is whenever a woman orgasms, she turns into a dinosaur. <laughs> wow. That <laughs> looked on the cover like an alligator. But <laughs> yes, turned it and they, well, it's called replicator. <laughs> right, right. But they're not they look oh, like dinosaurs. It sounds it's, like a croc to me. Mm. <laughs> Brother, let me tell you. Were they getting paid scale? Uh, it's ridiculous. <laughs> oh, probably probably wow. oh. deep cuts, Andy. Deep I'm sure cuts. they were. I'm sure they were getting paid scale. Oh boy! <laughs> uh, yes, and uh, it's funny. Uh, the whole, but their, their whole thing is funny. I just, I love those guys. I bought Space Cop. That's would, a rough watch. Is that? It's, it seems like it would be. <laughs> That's a rough watch. <laughs> That's the but, movie that the Red Rather Media guys made. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I did not get all the way through Space Cop. Wow. But, you know, I wanted to show them some support and love, so I spent a little extra money on it. I think I'll just buy a glass. They let you buy, they let you spend what you want on it, you know? Oh, that's, so that's nice. I threw a little extra their way, but I want to, uh, yeah, I want to get like a glass too eventually Cr- down the road. But. Christmas Eve, Frank and I sat down and watched a terrible movie intentionally to make fun of it. Yeah. And it was too terrible to even make fun of. Um, it takes a special it? kind of movie. Bride of the Gorilla. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Not enough gorillas, not even real gorillas. It's like hallucinatory gorillas, but it's Raymond. I said Raymond Burr. Raymond Burr is the star. Oh wow! Mm. Yeah, a young, a young hot Raymond Burr. Yeah, 
Well, you don't hear that very often. No. Young hot Raymond Burr. That's when I mean, you know, that's why Rift Tracks and Mystery Science Theater and Red Letter Media are so important because they are the ones that can help you get through that crazy shit. But it's so good, so good. Anyway, so that's two, and then third, my third uh, favorite thing this year has been OSW review. Oh, of course, uh, it is another one that as soon as a new review pops up, I want to watch it. These boys are doing great. They've just started up their Patreon, uh, and it's getting good ends. I've bought some T-shirts from them. I need to throw some more money their way because they're really, really good. If you like wrestling at all, at all, from wrestling from the 80s, man, it's just so funny. They love it. They're passionate about it, but they also know all the bullshit. They know what was fake. They know what was real. You, you, it's it's really educational, loosely. It's 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 basically the most ultimate running commentary under every totally, major event. Totally, you can learn a lot of really cool inside information about all these people's real lives, what was going on during the matches, why did they change this stuff at the eleventh hour, and all this kind of stuff. And basically, you learn Hulk Hogan is the most. <laughs> Unforgivable piece of shit that ever walked the earth. That's what you him find. and Vince. That's what you really Both. start to learn. I saw some cracked article that claimed that he basically took his whole shtick from some other guy, Billy Graham or mm-hmm. something. Yeah, superstar Billy Graham. Yeah. Okay. Yep. No, he's he's, he's scum. Uh, but okay. uh, yeah, they did, just by uh, being by the name Billy Graham's kind of scum. Really. WWF didn't make Hulk Hogan. He kind of just <laughs> came into the the company like that. WWF. Mm, weird. And Vince McMahon likes to take all the credit for it, but it. Yeah, he was he was the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, when they had to change that up. Terry Bolea didn't quite fly. No, sorry, Terry. <laughs> that's his, that's his real name. Yeah, is it? Hulk yeah. Hogan. never yeah. knew it. Yeah. yeah, now you know. But that's the kind of great info that OSW review will give you. <laughs> mm. But uh, they do movie reviews as well. They have got some real gems on there too. Very funny stuff. Go directly to their site and. Just watch it on your computer, or if you've got Apple TV, throw it up there because the, a lot of their stuff on YouTube has been taken off. There's a few things on YouTube you can find. If still. you can also go through Vimeo through them, that's a little yes more open. Yep. And if you get into them, that will also lead you down the path to uh, Botchamania, <laughs> which is also fantastic. I just want to give out quick also rans to my favorite stuff that's on YouTube. Botchamania, uh, Jimquisition with Jim Sterling. Um, what else do I watch constantly? Oh, uh, uh, what's it? Pixel Dan's toy reviews, and uh, let's see who else. Maximilian Dude and his video game crew. He puts a lot of his let's I've plays them too. Yeah, he puts a lot of his let's plays up on YouTube. After I watch him on Twitch a lot too, and uh, there was one more I wanted to give a quick mention to. Oh, oh well, well, um, EPN Electronic Playground. No, is Victor Lucas is still cooking, and he's you know kind of got a renewed passion to try and keep that going. So good for him; he's putting some good stuff out there. Nice, list, there's, a, sir. there's a couple other ones that I I really dig, but those those three have been my f- absolute favorite things this year to watch when I have free time. Terrific. Mm-hmm. Who, who else I'll, has I'll some go. Favorites? I'll Uh-oh. go nice and quick because well, I don't want I don't want to rant. You, you so I was do. thinking about I do. But I don't. You, you do. I don't. <laughs> Stop poking the bear. <laughs> uh, three things are all vastly different. One is a podcast, and I feel like a traitor for saying this on no, this not podcast. At all. <laughs> but not at all. It's Steve Dangle 
why are you recording me? <laughs> I record previews and send them out to the shock monkeys. Okay. It might be that you this time if you're lucky. Crazy. If you're funny, if you're not, I'll just no, I'm, I'm not this funny. Thing. You haven't been listening to this podcast. Yeah. Okay. It's a Steve Dangle podcast. He works for Sportsnet, which is um, local sports back in uh, Toronto. And he covers a lot of hockey insider news as well as why are you laughing? <laughs> <laughs> I wonder why. Oh my God! Could you be living up to your name anymore? That, uh, <laughs> that microphone is directional, there, Paul. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen. <laughs> we can hear every little yeah. crinkle. Torco said no eating. He didn't say anything about opening. You prick! Everyone was like nice and just quiet for yours, but you're. Oh, it's Welcome back. to okay. my world. <laughs> uh, two. It's, a, <laughs> it's, a, it's another hockey thing. I know, right? But it's a book, though. So oh, up here, oh, you got a theme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, Mr. Bookman. Okay. Uh, it's called, by Ken Reed. He's the author of it, obviously. And it's uh, called I One hope Night. Ken Reed. Ken Reed as an R E I. Ah, fuck you guys. I'm, I'm just congratulations. Sh- you just made the preview. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, that one's definitely. That's going a out. good one. <laughs> is he is he Canadian? <laughs> yes. And he can read. Oh. <laughs> he's not Quebecois. Oh, <laughs> not so much fun, is it, there, Matt? <laughs> How do you put up with this? I'm sorry, Jeff. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. You know, yeah, Alex, the Canadian hits keep coming. If we get we're going to get the fucking hat trick here. <laughs> I often wonder myself sometimes. <laughs> after the show oh, is over. My stomach hurts. <laughs> and third. Your third. My uh, love for collecting reignited uh, oh. with all my figurines, pops, all of that. How many nice. uh, hockey Funkos do you have? Zero. <laughs> Zero. Are there any wow. hockey Funkos? Yes, there is. There are. Okay. <laughs> I was just I've curious. Seen them. There is, but I don't have any. I'm so not now, knocking you. I was just curious. No. You. No. You. What? What are you sticking to? Uh, X Men Funkos. Yes. Okay. Looking at a cable for no one that's in this room with us. Yep. Looking at a cable. And figurines, as in anything that looks cool, like Thanos, friggin' right. Doctor Doom, things Look, like that. Just X Men. Uh, as yes. a Funko. Yes. Just X-Men. Yes. Wow. Speaking of, you, those kinda... alien figurines that you had admired on our shelf are on clearance on uh, Think Geek right now. That's right. <laughs> He's gone. I'll be oh, right back. The phone, there he goes, right? baby. I'll be right back. To the internet. <laughs> Boom on Werewolf. <laughs> With the Funko Pops, though, you have to limit yourself. You can't say, I'm going to collect Funko Pops and just keep that open. Oh, that's for fucking sure. Yeah. So. Until Amazon puts them on sale for like five bucks a piece. And then that's what know, I mean. You're town. ruined when that happens. Well, mm-hmm. That's your decision. The problem I, there it opens up a whole nother section of, yeah. oh shit, I only have three of the ponies or whatever. I keep that telling I got myself for- I'm not <laughs> collecting Funkos, but I've got. <laughs> Rick and Morty. Mm-hmm. I've got a bunch of Spider Man. I bought the entire set of seven Street Fighters that came out. I was like, I said I wasn't going to buy any because I'm not into cutesy stuff, but I own four now. Yeah. Bullshit. Four. Since when are you not into cutesy stuff? What are you talking about? You look around this room, show me what's cutesy. What's cutesy around this room, except for otters? I love otters. Well, Andy's kind of cute. That's true. Well, yeah. I collect Andy's, Andy's and otters. Well, I've been in your room, sir. Whoa, what were you doing in this room? <laughs> Discard when you like. When I'm not here. (laughs) (laughs) No, when you are here. 
<laughs> it's got really weird. <laughs> really, really weird. But I am on the lookout for that six inch juggernaut. If they, they better make one. Funko, if you're listening to this podcast, which you're probably not, don't Is blame it the me. Goddamn juggernaut. Yeah. The goddamn balloon knot juggernaut. <laughs> goddamn juggernaut. I'm Vin Je- Vinnie Jones. I'm the goddamn balloon knot juggernaut. juggernaut. That's what I got. <laughs> I'm kinda hot. I'm uh, juggernaut. A- Maple Leaf, that's a nice set right there. The nice, yeah. nice three. Appreciated. Because I thought you were just going to melt down. No. It's beautiful. Yeah. I he was going to, but I thought against it. <laughs> the world is burning. Pain is everywhere. Fuck this place. <laughs> all right. Gentlemen, who has a, a top three here? And don't all speak at once like, while you're doing it. Okay. All right. Well, oh, you go. Go, go. So, for me, uh, I would have to say my number one for this year was uh, the Star Trek Beyond Phantom It. And world premiere ah, nice. that I got to go to in Hollywood and uh, San Diego, respectively. Uh, that was just a really, really neat once in a lifetime kind of thing. And, you know, obviously to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Star Trek, it was very cool, which sadly they didn't do a whole lot of other celebration this year. I think they kind of dropped the ball on the overall celebration yeah, for it was the, kind of a quiet. the 50th. But, uh, Everything was around the movie release. Yeah, mm-hmm. the fan event was really cool. I loved that. Uh, I wonder if the premiere was a one of a kind kind of thing, outdoor IMAX, uh, with all the fireworks and live orchestra and all that crazy stuff. So, you think Nemo being dead kind of took the wind out of its sails for the fiftieth? I, I, I would love to say no, but I think it perhaps did um, lend a little bit of that, um, even though he did. It's almost been an entire year since he died before the 50th that uh, I think it did kind of dampen things. But uh, When did he die again? Uh, I want to say like September or... 15, right? Or, or August yeah. of 2015, yeah. Holy shit, we're just trucking along. Yeah, we're long time. So that's um, your first thing. That was my first thing. Um, Deadpool for me was one of the great things of it really i was hoping it was going to be good and i was totally uh surprised by how good it was when i got to see it in the theater so that was uh that was another thing plus uh you know my date really liked it too so that helped a lot you know because there's what's well, one thing if you go to see a movie with somebody and you like it and they hate it or you know they're yeah, just no tolerating it for you <laughs> But well, uh, no, she really, she really liked it as like International Women's Day. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, let's see, three, uh, nothing. There's no third thing. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, uh, honestly, I have to say Westworld really kind of surprised. I, I really, really enjoyed it. I knew I was probably going to like it, but I was surprised at just how good and how deep that story went um, into the whole, you know, AI <laughs> becoming sentient kind of thing. So... Deep what? into the hole. Mm. <laughs> Deep into the maze. The maze is not for you. So, uh, yeah. That's my my list for right. 2016. Right. My three are relatively personal. I, I, got to, I love weird music, obviously. Uh, and I got to see three things I've been wanting to see for a long time this year. Um, I saw, well, just recently I saw the Ukulele Orchestra of Great Britain. Which right. was a lot of fun. Whole bunch not of, on a lot of people's bucket lists. Not on a lot of people. It was on mine. You're good and people. I got to see him. And they were hilarious. Um, early in the year, I got to see... I've seen Jonathan Colton several times. But I finally got to see sort of the classic Jonathan Colton set. Which is Jonathan Colton 
with Paul and Storm opening and then all of them playing together at some point, which is delightful. Uh, and Kate Micucci was in that and da, 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 da. Mark Furman. Oh, okay. Mark Furman played with them too. Um, and then in the middle of that, in the middle of the summer, both Comic-Con actually, I got to see Wootstock, which is really wanted to see everyone. It was Wootstock without, uh, without, without, without Will Wheaton, yes, but it was still a great Wootstock, which ends with the 40 to 50 minute version of the Captain's Wife Lament, which is a, basically a two minute song full of bad sperm puns with 46 minutes of lead up into it with bad jokes. It was a wonderful time. Like the aristocrats, is that? It, it's kind of, kind of. No, it's just uh, they, they they get about a line into it and then they go off and do a bunch of segues and it's a lot a lot of improv, a lot of goofing around and and finally they get into the, they get the whole thing and they, they end up with the last two lines and just go sing it to the whole thing with the audience and it's yeah. It's fun. Fun. And you can actually go on YouTube and look up the Captain's Wife Lament and there's like eight versions of it that are forty five minutes long and they're all different. <laughs> Terrific. Well, Commander. Yeah, I'm, I have to say I'm glad to hear that Mark Furman's getting some work after the whole OJ thing. Mark Furman? Not that from Mark Furman. No, but, um, yeah, he... Uh, I was wondering why he sounded so familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he does, he's, in a, um, he's in a musical duo with uh, Chris Hardwick called Hard and Firm. All yeah. right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just snuck up with the well. Pillow. It's funny because Mark Furman, the obvious know, yes, bad jokes sure, come yeah. up, and it's just like, yeah, we don't generally go that far on this podcast, no. so I'm just gonna sit on it. Now I'm gonna double check to make sure I have the name right. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> the the seed of doubt has been yeah, planted. Yeah. Oh God, Mike Furman. It's Mike. Mike Furman could be Mike Furman. I'll check. <laughs> I don't know. Um. Oh God, that'll be great. Um. First up, I guess. Uh, an RPG called Maze of the Blue Medusa. It's oh, wow. uh, that was one done by uh, my uh, OSR favorite Zach Smith, and his art. <clears throat> it was not done by what? What it's, happened? It's what? Mike. Oh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I had never seen him before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Intrepid uh, field reporter Andy Taylor, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> fact check Andy. Fact check himself. Uh, oh, God. All right. Mike Furman. What's the name of it again? The Maze of the Blue Medusa. It's actually by Seder Press. It, that's, um, uh, I forget exactly what, I think they're, I think they're like a, a book publisher that are moving into RPGs, if I got that right. I may have that screwed up. But it's done in Zach's usual unconventional style, but at the same time, his excellent layout and his great thought process. It's a D&D &D adventure, but at the same time, it's not like a D&D &D adventure you would typically go through. What makes it different than D&D? &D? Generally, his approach, because like you'll have a dungeon crawl, but it basically opens with you encountering a talking portrait. And then the stuff that happens through the portrait and everything like that, that begins your adventure. Hmm. And so, you know, it's, it's funny because you read through it and it is a D&D &D dungeon crawl. But at the same time, it's just, it's done, th th there are elements to it and a style that just it's, doesn't reflect anything else that people do, do in D&D. &D. I thought you were going to say it was done well. 
<clears throat> that too. <laughs> so that's the other thing is they actually they actually make a high quality book. I mean, it's it, the right down to the binding. I mean, just the choice of everything, the cover, the whole the whole thing is just it's superb. So it, they are just like uh, his other book, Red and Pleasant Land. And uh, his first book, Vornheim, they're really good quality RPGs. And they really make you think about Dungeons & Dragons in a different way and realize that you can really go outside the box and still play D&D, which is what I really admire about, hmm. about his work in that. <clears throat> what else? What else? Uh, you know, it's funny. I'd like... I, I want to think about comics, but at the same time, it's like uh, not a lot of comics have rocked my world that started in 2016. Paul, just, has, just favorites. Paul's good. talked about Vision. Sure. Paul and I have both gone on and on about the Darth Vader comic, oh, man. which is really superb. Yeah. And that, that the, the current arc has wrapped up. Yep. Um, it, it ended this year, but it it's... That was just that was just a, a a great read and something I can't recommend enough for other people because mm. it's really really superb. So good, um, best Star Wars thing I've touched in a long time. Yeah, I guess I guess another thing I would mention is then um, Jupiter's Legacy, which is a, a comic that um, was actually kind of it kind of makes a statement. On the Justice League, hmm. and um, I really, really have enjoyed the hell out of that. It. Uh, we need more statements on the Justice League. Well, no, this <laughs> dude. This is. I know what you mean, though. Yeah. Okay. I mean, have you have you actually seen this one? Paul? No, I haven't. Because it's Mark Millar, and uh, the. I'm um, sure I dig it. The um, the. There, there's. Jupiter's Legacy and Jupiter's Circle. Jupiter's uh -huh. Legacy is illustrated by Quietly. Okay. And it's basically, it kind of has an almost pulp beginning because it's a group of adventurers in the early 20th century who go to this mysterious island and gain superpowers. Like, super superpowers. Like, I mean, I mean, almost like Superman, Professor X, Jean Grey combined. And each they, one of them, uh, yeah, and and they they in varying degrees, and they go out to start changing the world for the better, and they they do the original superhero thing, mm -hmm. but then it all breaks down when the next generation comes on, Jupiter's legacy, because the first the first generation their leader calls himself Jupiter, and they're like, you know what, we could fix the world. It basically becomes a comment on, well, if you just give me enough power, I can fix this. So they're like, we can fix the world. And it becomes this bloody, horrible oh. revolt. And then uh, sort of a, a, an authoritarian dictatorship forced upon the world. And actually, the final issue hasn't come out yet. But it's really, really a very, very cool... Very very cool um, comic series. It, it very Shakespearean and almost epic Ooh. in its in its the family colliding and everybody fighting and and all you know everyone fighting against each other. So I really really did enjoy that. But it's it's you know it's also been like 
a stretched out run and it takes a while to get an issue and stuff. So, but, but the it, trades are coming. Yeah, the one and two are out. Okay. Jupiter's Legacy so one and two are out. Mark Millar, Frank Quitely. Jupiter's Circle is the prequel. I yeah. don't know the artist for that. Millar writes that. And that, because Legacy picks up with the family, everybody being superheroes. The Circle will be the prequel that tells the story of how they got their abilities. He hasn't done that yet. Uh, he has. Oh, yeah. That okay. That is out. Okay. So, so I definitely recommend that. That and, you know... Uh, Darth Vader. Um, I wanted. I. I was. I kept racking my brain because I'm like, what the hell is out there that I like? So I wanted to ask everyone here, in all seriousness, you tell me at least one thing that I got excited about in 2016 that made an impression on you guys. Oh, okay. All righty uh, then. Well, Red and Pleasant Land always stands out, mm-hmm. and I hit it with my axe and all that. Yep, that's true. They have started new uh, episodes of I Hit It With My Axe too. There you by go. the way, so that's some more YouTube goodness. Yeah, there is uh, that. Uh, of course, I mentioned Matt Colville's How to Play D and D thing. The other thing, um, I don't know if it started this year, but you introduced us to it, Torgo. Was uh, movies with Mikey. Oh yes, that's great stuff yeah. there. It's it's that's I like the, that's the other one I meant to mention. <laughs> yeah, he does. I mean, he's like fifteen minute clips, whereas Plinkett is amazing because he'll spend a film's length, feature length film time, dissecting a feature length film. Mikey will condense it and knock it out in fifteen minutes, and both of them have their merits in terms of film analysis. Yeah. You see uh, the latest Plinkett knocked out. Uh, <laughs> Rogue One and seven. A, a minutes. real quick we'll one. That. We'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. I, I I have some comments on that too. So so yeah. You were there were a bunch of movies you you really were thrilled with this year too. I mean, well, Deadpool yeah. definitely. I, I mean, I, yeah, Deadpool. I mean, Deadpool, Westworld. Jeff mentioned some yeah, stuff. Westworld's so so fucking that, good. That was good. And you know, Civil War, the works. I mean, Doctor, Doctor Strange, Strange. You really like oh, Doctor Strange. Strange yeah, I fucking love there that you movie. go. My mind blanks sometimes. Sure. Fuck. But Doctor Strange was. Yeah, that was it's such a good fucking you know, movie. Yeah. And argument notwithstanding, I loved Rogue One. So, uh, going go. back to your question about something you brought up that yeah. an impression, I can't remember the title of it, but what it is stuck with me, and that's talking about uh, Adam's other books, the other one about the Bear God that you mentioned. Oh, Shardick, Shardick, Richard Adams. Yeah, that one stuck with me. Yeah, that yeah, because that was like the second big epic big. I mean, epic fantasy book I read after Lord of the Rings, and it ain't no Lord of the Rings. <laughs> and it was just like, whoa, because I did. I totally ignorantly plunged into it thinking, oh, this will be another version. Oh, this will be nice and happy and warm. What? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and you think about Lord of the Rings, it's actually not nice and happy and no, warm. But, no, it isn't. But th- this But one, not to these levels. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kirsten, have you read Monstrous? No, but I do know about it, yeah. I just picked it up on a whim. Amazon had it on the super cheap, and I'm like, all right, let's see how this goes. Wow, gorgeous book. I've never seen a more ornately drawn, beautiful book, and it's good. It's scary. It feels like a movie. I'm only the first chapter in. It's really good. Is it a comic? Yes. Graphic novel, monstrous. I believe the second volume is... On its way soon. Who it's is it? Still pretty new. Uh, you have to look it up for uh, me. I don't. I don't have the creators on that, the tip uh, of my tongue. Give me a feel of what it's about. Uh, 
creatures, mythical creatures, who are born into this realm, some appearing more human than others, others being more like cyclopses or little pans or little cat people, witches running the realm, sacrificing and mutilating the creatures for their witch rituals. And that's about as far as I've gotten. There's a deep backstory with this girl who looks very human, but only has one arm. Walter Dean Myers? Is that the... Uh, no, it's by Marjorie Liu. Yeah. Uh, I can't get the artist. The artist is not coming up here. Yeah. Damn mm. you, Amazon. Yeah. But I have seen that, yeah. Yeah, it's something else, And she's man. a... She's a... God, what the hell? What did she do? Shit. Uh, oh, monstrous. I thought yeah. you said monstrous. No. Yeah, monstrous. Total, totally different yep. look. No. That you want also ornately drawn. I haven't picked this up yet. I'm going to get it when I get the cash. Kill six billion demons. Ooh. I've seen some art from that. Mm-hmm. Dude, that is looking like some Moebius oh, wow. heavy metal that shit. Sounds cool. Mm. This one, it's really interesting. Gaiman chimes in on the cover mm-hmm. about how much he likes this book. And uh, he's very much on the point when it's East meets West. It's really got this manga sprinkling in there, but it's it's a Western book. But you get well. She does of, that. She does a lot yeah, of. She yeah. has a lot of cultural influence oh, stuff man. that is really really good. Heavy mm. and it's really cool. And it's it's got some some of the the characters just get fucking scary looking like they do in manga. Like I don't know how many of you have read um, the Battle Royale manga adaptation. That has got some of the most frightening-looking faces of people doing terrible things, and this book does the same thing. Isn't okay. it? I, I was which came first? I thought the the book the manga the was book first. came first, then the movie, then the manga. Oh, so it was, a, the, it was a novel. Yeah, it was a novel. Oh, first. okay. Because it was that the manga mon- you showed me before you showed me the movie. Yeah, and that okay. manga is huge. That is a long. I adaptation. have the super deluxe Tokyo Pop special editions on that. That's a badass series. Nice. God. So dark. That's the darkest book I've so ever that's, read. So that's even more of a uh, direct ripoff now that it's a novel first. Oh yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Andy, right up your alley. What do you got? Set in matriarchal 1900s Asia in a richly imagined world of art deco inflected steampunk. I'm in it. It's gorgeous. It's a gorgeous mm-hmm. book. It's hey, a gorgeous and dark. Breaking and news, sad. by the way. Uh, your sweatshirt came from Pat. Did it? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Pat. Thank you so much, <laughs> brother. There we go. This is terrific. Mystery yeah. solved. Yay, mystery solved. Pat, you're awesome. Thank yep. you. Either that or Pat's just smart enough to go, well, fuck, I'll take credit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> he is that smart. Why was I centered in? Well, last week we promised we'd talk Rogue One. Oh, I boy. assume everyone's seen it. Yep. yep. Have right. you? I have seen it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, before we go into it, because we are going to talk spoilers, so... Yeah, you can join us once you've seen it. I'll put also uh, timestamps is when the spoiler talk happens, so you can also fast forward beyond it. Uh, but before that, a little business. Uh, the book club is now doing nominations for January's book. So if you want to chime in a book for January, go to the Geek Shock book club page and put your nomination there. Uh, this week's AV club uh, is Killer Bees from 1974, starring Kate Jackson. Uh, they'll uh, the Shock Monkeys will be watching at 8 p.m. Eastern Thursday, December 29th. 
Uh, and you can check the Reddit page or Shock Monkey's Lair on Facebook for details. That is a crazy movie. I've never seen Killer Bees. It ends in a football stadium. Spoilers! Well, <laughs> it's a hell of a movie. Is it mm. a hell of a movie? <laughs> it ends in a football stadium, I, man. I, I hate that I, I, I'm working during this because I'd really like to see some of these. But, mm-hmm. but there's the business. So, from this point forward, we will be talking spoilers on Rogue One until we stop talking spoilers on Rogue One. Ah, great so, movie, by the way. I don't so, care what Paul says. So, mm. join us or tune out and come back. Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Rogue One, feel free to talk openly about anything. Wow. First off, I'll say I really enjoyed the movie. Yeah. Thank you. I, I really, really did. Pretty much um, everyone what did. did you enjoy? What did I enjoy? I enjoyed the fact that it felt to me like an extended universe novel come to life. It felt like it was fleshing out the universe beyond what I know and feel of it. And it, without a doubt, it is not a standalone movie. That is not a movie you can approach without have watched the other movies at all. Well, we'll find yeah. out because I think... But I'm... then again, so are the Extended Universe books. Right. Mm-hmm. So those are not standalone novels either. So My... to me, that that's what it was like. Uh, regarding what you guys were talking about last week with the CGI faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Just uh, slightly off. Certainly. Yeah. It, it looked like amazing video game work, but when you put even amazing CGI work next to real faces. Mm-hmm. It, there, there's, that uncanny valley is still uncrossed. Yeah. It's the uh, the issue that they're still having with the CG, and I, I my thought watching the movie was confirmed going back, and they were talking to the, the actual animators, is that it's the eyes. They can't seem to get the eyes right because they did mocap an actor sure. and used his voice to do, yes, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Explain to me then Robert Downey Jr. in Civil War, the young Robert Downey Jr. He wasn't full on CGI. Yeah, that's that basically what they did. Is in that particular instance, they had him perform the part, and then they used what would be the equivalent of CG makeup techniques to make him look younger. So it sounds so, like yeah, so sort of, why sort of like Steve the... Rogers in Captain America. Yes, when they made him shrunk down. Yes, right. Why didn't they use it for uh, Princess Leia then, near the end? Not Tarkin, because um, that actor is long. <laughs> I, I, they did not really get deep into yeah. the, the Princess Leia cameo because they were spending so much time on the uh, Tar- Tarkin yeah. uh, cameo. But uh, that sounds like what it came down do to, with she granted them permission to do that. Whether she spoke the line and then did that, I don't know. Well, um, it's just I one suppose, word. I'm sure they took yeah. that from another movie. And and I suppose they could have done the same thing with her, but I mean, yeah. she was pretty busy while Rogue One was being done. I mean, she was doing some uh, TV series in London, if I recall. Um, anyway, um, so but yeah, uh, with with the Tarkin character, they mocapped the actor right. performing, so the mouth movements are just about right, which they have had trouble in the past sure. getting and, with, and with a CG a character. Too. Still a little trouble there, absolutely, but they got most of that right. But it does come down, it's like the hollow eyes. Uh, for some reason, they're just not able to mocap the eyes perfectly, and it really does because they've done psychological studies that when people look at other people, you know, characters, etc., one of the things they notice first off, whether it's consciously or subconsciously, is the eyes. And if the eyes don't look right, 
they have an issue and they're not they don't often know exactly what it is so now even the texture but, wasn't rich enough either on that, on those faces well that's yeah they were trying to keep him in shadow and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. so that's difficult to match the set lighting with yeah i saw you know, i saw a CGI. still of of peter cushing uh and i was and that's what i realized i was like oh that there's much more texture in that picture of peter cushing than there was in the film Certainly. And yes, there's definitely more technology to grow in that department. Sure. Yeah. But I appreciated that character was there, yep. um, mm-hmm. especially after reading the Tarkin novel. Again, right. not one of my favorite Star Wars novels in this uh, new universe, but he was already an expanded character for me. And I'm very much looking forward to it, and I wish I had realized it was out prior to seeing this movie, but Star Wars Catalyst, which is a novel that takes place before Rogue One, okay. mm. uh, which is about the Jen's parents and their, yeah. and their story. And Andy? I, <laughs> no, he said Handy. Oh, Handy. Yeah, yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah Andy. Yeah. We, were, yeah. we were all waiting what did for, I the, do? for the rest of the sentence. <laughs> handy. It would be nice to have known something about the goddamn parents. And and apparently that's like a movie prior to the movie, and yep. I understand it's a really good thing. I've and, heard that too. Hey, there's a little flashback with the parents. Yeah. <laughs> here's on. here's one area where I actually agree with Paul on this is that I, I, I there's character stuff that's on the cutting room floor that doesn't belong. Yeah, right. There. I think I think you're right there. Well, and they I, also I think that I think it might not be the the absolutely abysmal film that I think it is if the suits hadn't hacked it to death. Well, here's here's the thing. You know, boy, I mean, it's oh a it's a it's, it's over two hours last. long as oh. it is. Yeah, yeah, and, it's too fucking long. And you long. know that first cut was probably at least two and a half. Oh, hours it's long. so fucking boring. So. And apparently, uh, Jin's mother originally in the original script was supposed to be a Jedi, and then they were like, "Well, we've already established that there's I'm, only a couple of yeah, Jedi I'm glad left." They didn't, That's and they one... thought. They thought that's it's like we don't need to throw Jedi in a Star Wars story to make it a Star Wars story. Jedi. That's one thing I liked about this. Yeah. That may the force be with you stuff was all basically another way of saying good luck. Right. As it should yeah. be for everybody who does not believe right. in the force. And yeah, Jedi are supposed to be special, and that's one of the things that I never liked about the prequels. Well, yeah, and given it's supposed to be about nineteen years after the events the of purge. episode three. Yeah. You know, at this point, it's already starting to become, you know, myth. You know, did the Jedi really exist? Well, yeah, here's one of their their temples that, you know, is, you know, falling to ruin. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so that's, it's like, it's, it's, the words are still used. People don't necessarily practice it anymore. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, I like the fact that there was, the the characters were doomed. I like the fact that there was an actual threat. You were like, mm, these guys might not make it. And, you know, spoiler, yeah, they, they didn't. They, yeah. yeah. <laughs> None thing, of them I, made it, yeah. And that second half of that film, I can, I, I've seen some people, including yourself, Paul, that said that the first half especially was boring. I liked it, and so yet yeah, it, was, it was hard to figure out at the, especially the very beginning, what exactly is going on here. That was not laid out very well. But once everything was kind of established, I was definitely on board in how that movie ends sliding into uh, A New Hope. Yeah. Is, I did not like that. I loved it. I absolutely <laughs> loved it. Now I, I, yeah, I kind of. That Vader scene? Oh, man. Well, it kind of makes you wonder. It's like, it. how long was she, you know, now that they've established New Hope, it rolls into New Hope, how long was she running from 
that Star Destroyer that Vader was aboard. You know, I is it not, not very long. days, yeah. months, hours? There's a, there's a funny you know. there's a funny meme somebody yes. put up where it's where, like, where yeah. it's he, he she's like Darth Vader. Only you would be so bold. Blah blah blah. And he's, I'm you're a not member a, of the Imperial Senate. And then she goes, "Bitch, bitch! I, I just, just saw your ship get off of the flagship of a rebel fleet, and I chased you. Oh God, it's so dumb. I just, you know, after they received transmissions from some spies. Yeah, that's kind of the thing that that starts to bug." me I also, with, they're retconning it so hard how many people have fell for the help had the same little half second glitch when the uh the meme is out there about uh oh uh lucas to direct yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> I love that lucas to direct Rogue Rogue One sequel. Sequel. it was just a second it was just a second wrong. no oh yeah oh i i laughed hysterically as soon as i read that yeah. i was just like what yeah was i just, mean it, it's not for me i the Actually, I acknowledge a lot of what Paul says. It's just for me, it's not a deal breaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, there is, it's not worse than the prequels. Uh, that thing he put up with Plinkett. Plinkett did a quick 15, sure. 20 minute thing. He does a beautiful, actually, dissection of explaining character through action, throwing in some uh, conversation. And he talks about the shootout, releasing Leia. Where the three of them and and Chewie are all talking in the midst of the the, the battle detention block. in in the detention box in the original Star Wars, and then they do the thing where Jin basically it's the scene where Jin gets to show off her awesomeness against some stormtroopers. Is that what you got out of that scene? See, I didn't get any of that. Like, she wasn't awesome. Nobody was awesome. She and him were both hiding behind walls, almost getting shot. Uh, she kicked the butt uh, of five stormtroopers. Why were yeah. they shooting at them, though? They that were on dude. a secret. This, this No subterfuge. They don't. It's so fucking stupid. You would. They would never make that move. Uh, that wasn't them, though. That was the other. Right, the group. other rebels yeah. started that shit. So why are they joining in on that fight? Get the fuck out of there. Yeah, uh, that one dude with the machine gun. I forget what his name was. Ba- uh, really? <laughs> Really? That's surprising. God damn it. All these characters are so well-rounded and Baze. so I mean so memorable. Baze, yeah, I liked him. He sure, was... yeah, he was great. <laughs> Fuck this film. I'm telling you time's going to tell. You're going you you I I saw I saw episode 1 7 times in the theater. I have fallen for this shit before myself. <laughs> you I saw am it not 7 I, times. I think, seven I think times. that's your thing, Paul. It's like 5 times bit once shy. Yeah. You're... Oh no, I mean, but I have too many smart die-hard Wars friends who are in the same camp with me that I have shared and bemoaned with, and it's you know these are people that are they I real have, friends or are they- yeah that we've had deep <clears throat> Star Wars talks, and it's like Yo. this is not like you and Cosmic Ray- Cosmic Raymond arguing nope. right okay no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no and plus I mean it's just out it's there. a prequel it it, 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 it very May, I can't hear you. Well be, it may well be the uh, the minority opinion, but it is definitely an opinion. Mm-hmm. And sure. I mean, the, and, and, and it falls. I mean, Plinkett hit it dead on. The, the, the Red Letter Media guys did on. The characters, there's just no characters. There's no fun. And that's why with um, Force what? Awakens, it works okay. He he even dug on Force Awakens again. Was like, yo, it well, not, is it not, is a total remake of of four, and it is. Not every says, movie but, has to be fun. But so, I no, mean, it doesn't have to be that, fun. That but argument you have to is give like, me a reason to care about the characters. I didn't care about any of these characters. I hated every single fucking one of them because they were meaningless mm. drones that had no personalities and no motivations. If you don't have motivation, if your actions don't have consequence, I don't give a fuck about you. Like, if I went up to talk to Jen Urso, 
what would I even think to talk to her about? What do you think she likes to do in her spare time? Rebelling. Okay, right, great, great. All right, she likes to rebel. You're right, you're right. Actually, she what doesn't does, like to rebel. What does uh, Inigo Montoya like to do in his spare time? Well, he practices sword. Uh, sword fighting to avenge his father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. No, seriously. What did Dingo Smartface w- fucking do? What does he do in his spare time besides once in a blue fucking moon cry about how he's been at war since he was six years old? Oh, Cassian. Oh, that guy. Andrew. Yeah. I thought like you were talking about Dingo Montoya. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, no, we're, we're I was talking kinda, about through us there. Casio Keyboard. <laughs> like what what do you think he does in his spare time what do you think he enjoys but here's the thing paul i don't well, need another star wars movie where i'm worried about what is han gonna do what is this Jedi gonna do what, what is, does han enjoy I, but, but here's the thing what does han enjoy real quick just even off of even off of just smuggling smuggling <laughs> womenizing uh, what does smuggling get him credits money money so what does han enjoy Okay, money, fucking money, money right? right? Okay, what is Cassian Andor fighting for? They're fighting against the Empire. What is he fighting for? Freedom. To do what? He's not fighting for freedom for himself. He's fighting for freedom for the galaxy. He's for not going it's, to what? it's very much the same as the. Um, uh, this is this is my the assassin problem. from Fire right. from he's not uh, going to live there. Serenity. It's like yeah, it's the exact same kind of thing. He's like he knows he's a cog in a wheel of this rebellion. He knows that he's his motivation does, right. is to provide a better future for you know the so, next generation. So much in doing knowing that he's not proud of yeah, mm-hmm. knowing that he's never going to be able to live in that world. Yeah, never mind Han shoots first. Yeah, you know, Casio shoots the guy in the back because he's going to bother. Those yeah. are that's just such a horrific a, a motivation. Blood, uh, well, th- there are horrific motivations, especially in war. But that's but that's 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 terrible to just want to kill people with the blind hope that maybe something better will happen because you're killing certain people. But hopes what rebellions are built on. Man, <laughs> it's so close. <laughs> I see but, what you're nice. saying, but his, I but see his, what you're saying. You know that move at the very top where he shoots that guy. Mm-hmm. Why the fuck did he shoot that guy? He it couldn't was, take the chance I, I that will, he would. I see what you're saying, Bill, Paul, the, Paul, because it wasn't very well established. He kills that guy, never comes back. They could have had a scene later on where he gets up in Jin's face and he's like, I fucking killed one of our own just so I could escape for you. Right. He alluded he to that some, in the conversation where they're on alluded, the ship. Alluded, alluded. Yeah. But, but he didn't the, get into the, specifics. It doesn't make any fucking sense in the in the. The way that movie's laid out, it made no goddamn sense. Why would you kill another rebel? He's going to get caught by the, the, the people. Fine. Whatever. He's not going to get... What the because fuck, he man? could escape. He knew the other guy could not. Yes. And the other guy, and the other, because the, the guy, guy has, said, my, with my arm, I can't climb. Yeah, he said it. The guy yeah, literally said it. So, so he kills it, him. Yes, because he also knows that the guy would give up information that he was getting from him. What information? Yeah. It, it, that's where Location, they start talking about the, the super weapon. That yes. the alliance yeah. knows about the super weapon. Yeah, that's that's the that's the genesis of that the the pilot. That in ten minutes from now, everybody's gonna know about anyway. He knows he knows that going ahead. He doesn't know that as a character. Doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. No, there's no motivation in that moment for that character. Clear enough for me to go. Oh yeah, he had no choice but to kill that guy. Wow. Well, yes, no. there is. You know why? You know why safety. that scene was there, Paul? His own safety to you make him look roguish. Exactly. It, it, and it, it fucking is, failed. It is. It is the Han shoots first yes, scene. Yes, I know. Where where you? But under- it's, I, I say. But he that. shot his. He shot his friend Hold in the on. back. You're, you're interrupting me. I'm saying that it was put there to give him that look. 
Now, I agree with you. I think it's a little weak. I think it's a little weak because it does kind of stink of we got to give him a bigger edge. We have to believe he's going to kill Jen's father and probably betray Jen. And let's have a scene where he shoots a fellow rebel in the back or something. That he's already a morally compromised character. Right. right. Yes. But I agree that that it's not thoroughly used. Yeah. It's like one of my beefs, the mother. Yeah. The mother gets killed. Yeah. And the whole movie is about Jen and her father. Right. She saw her mother killed right, right in front of her fucking eyes. Yep. But it's all about now. I can feel a bit for the 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 father thing. I definitely you know have sure. my own father feelings things. I can and I loved Mads Mikkelsen. I loved the hologram scene. I loved him vocally in that scene. That was great. <laughs> yes, but. Yes. <laughs> It's so dumb. It's so wretched. You can't just tell your daughter there's a hole in it. Shoot the hole. But the point is, is <laughs> that so the 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 mother was a total throwaway. Absolutely, and and that goes back to what I was talking about last week of how it should have been. The focus should have been on the mother being the scientist, the daughter learning from her, and they should have spent some good time yeah. in the imperial world. Show me the imperial world. Show me. How how rotten this oligarchy is. Show me how broken the system is, and how and how it's uh, you know they've got to get out of here, and they've got to find ways to that's that's, to, a, that's an excellent to aid point. the rebellion. I you know? took it a step further when I was thinking about it, and it's like I would have liked Jen's father to be the director, right? That's and, why I said he and, could have been the bad guy, and and it turns out in the end he built in the weakness, but he has no way of telling anybody because it's so simple cover up the fucking vent he can't tell a soul because if they figure it out it'll be fixed like that right. well it's interesting because he he never specifically mentions the vent he says it's the reactor enough pressure on the reactor will cause right. a cascade event right. that will destroy and, the and whole thing as, as paul points out so it's them finding the plans and right. then discovering but we could possibly shoot a as proton paul points through. out why doesn't he say in the hologram because there's a plasma it. event in the trench because it's a huge, huge object. It's like, find this particular crater on the moon. Yeah, and, so and you got to find the plans that go through the plans. It's a start, though. It's a start. you got a point there, but that doesn't mean, that's no excuse to not actually say it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, it's, well, it, and it's it also, to the point where they just, there's so much I mean, I understand why yeah. they didn't yeah. do it. It's because, also clear he's indispensable in the actual yes. main workings of it, but he's not privy to every single detail of the f complete construction of the base. That's interesting. It's, no. Yeah. So I mean, which I, is which is why I believe they've got the line. He's you've got to go and get the plans. You know. Sure. Sure. Yeah, but I they, mean, the they plans just, they are gotta the make MacGuffin. that stuff more. Yeah. The plans, the MacGuffin. It's yeah. got to be well, about yes. get the plans. Well, the so last ultimately, ten minutes of that movie jumps from MacGuffin to MacGuffin. <laughs> just killed me. I well, do, yeah. <laughs> I do love the retconning of the uh, the, the, the Death Star blows up not because of a accident, but because a planned thing. That it's, there's a design in it to make a blow. <laughs> What's the no. difference? What's because cause other than that, it goes back to that whole robot chicken where the guy is def the guy the engineer is de defending right. his design. Yeah, no, that was uh, know, but, uh, shit. But I just watched it the other day. It wasn't on. Uh, you know, everything has a weakness. Oh no, you're really right. uh, Dorkly. Dorkly. Sorry. Yes, yeah. thank mm -hmm. you. Yeah. yeah. All right. So my other real big beef came again Cassian Andor is my real problem with this movie he's he, I mean Jen is a non 
non-entity. All the characters are non-entities. But Cassian Andor, they attempted to do something with the character, and they failed every fucking time. Mm-hmm. He goes to kill the guy. Galen. He goes to kill Galen. He's on that fucking rain-soaked moon. He's got his sniper rifle, and he's beating down on not one, not two, but probably ten Imperials, one of which is clearly clad in bright, shimmering white and obviously a high-value target. And for whatever reason, (laughs) he gets the squirts and can't pull the trigger (laughs) even after this monster orders the death of everybody else on the platform save two or three people. Well, but how is he going to know that all that far away? <laughs> he was scoped in. He was scoped in, but he, he can't. He, he can't, can't tell hear. who's a rebel. Who's a, no, who's no, no. A I'm saying, officer? how can he hear the top of a conversation? He saw him shoot all the men. I'm talking before that. You don't. I'm, know, ta- I'm he, saying even a- after that, then you go. Well, fuck it. You know, he they they're all dying anyway. Paul? And that that's the moment where I was like, this nothing these characters do matters because the dominoes are falling. The dominoes of this story are already falling. The script writers, whomever they may be, fucking ghosts, invizo hand hack fucks, said this is what's going to happen no matter what our characters do. Nothing they do has consequence on the world. Paul, I, I will concede the uh, he should have shot that guy. You're right on that one. Or at least, I mean, or, well, at least or at least had that moment least, of, of seeing it and, and maybe taking the shot. Just maybe take missing. a shot. Yeah. Take a fucking shot. We're supposed to believe that he has this moment of conscious crisis because it's her dad and the deep bond he has with her, who he just bitched out five minutes ago in the hangar bay, who he hates. For all I know, he fucking hates her. And, he, and you know, don't, don't have him shoot another rebel and then puss out five minutes later. Make strong choices. Make clear choices. And yes... It, but do you understand what I'm saying? Nothing he did affected anything. What did Cassian Andor do that led directly to something happening that would not have occurred anyway? He shot the bad guy he should have shot in the first place. Which one? The the captain that you're angry he didn't shoot. Oh, that's right, first he did. Time. Yeah, shot him in, in the, the in the data core area at the very end. He shoots Krennic. Yeah. yeah. When? When he's got the be on Jen has and got the drop on Jen. He's about to shoot Jen, and then he's oh like, yeah yeah, Krennic goes for his Magneto moment. This is a uh, yeah. starts talking for eighteen days. <laughs> yeah, <yeah>. Who <laughs> are you? What's happening here, <laughs> boy? This is weird. What's go? Oh, this is much. Ow, my back. <laughs> oh boy, I should I should wear armor too. Boy, that's dumb. I don't have armor. This Why'd is- I stand out here so long? <laughs> what am I doing? Who are you? Can I sidetrack for a moment, uh, Paul, based on your... Did you find the eight power keys that you have to flip up to turn on my machine? He was a Bond villain. There's no I'll doubt tell about you it. which ones you need. I'll show. I'll point them out to you. That, Fuck, was, a, that was a total video game moment, though, at the top of the tower. It's like, push the button. Oh, shit. Now I have to run over here and push this thing yes. into here and then go back. <laughs> Fucking stupid. I 
shit every fucking minute of this movie. God damn it. Every, everything fast forward Whitaker, I was just like, burn it. Burn it all. Burn it all. And when they all died, I was like, who even fucking cares? Nobody cares about you, you pieces of shit. This Die. Is, this is much less frustrating. We can actually talk about specifics. And last week when you were on your, your Trump tirade, just saying everything was stupid. Well, it, a lot of it is. A lot of it is real stupid. But you we couldn't argue feel, back. You didn't even get the feels when K2 was killed. Oh, for fuck's sake, that's the only thing you give a shit about is a sarcastic robot? Fuck your movie. He had seven <laughs> lines and he outshone every live performer in that entire goddamn film. Well, he had more you know character. Why? You know why? Because he was given character. And he wasn't important to the plot. That's my feeling. Oh, but he's he the only important. one that did anything that got them where they needed to go. But he, he really wasn't important to any aspect of them you had Jen, you had cassian you had all that so they had this robot where they could they could the writers could give him fun stuff to say and the suits are not fucking with him because they're busy right you got to have cassian moment we need we need cassian to kill somebody in the back we need Jen to get all upset about her mom we need there's none of that with k2 and as a result they were freer to actually make for an interesting character. Well, That's my opinion. But the fucked up thing with him is they've proven is he's the only one that had any kind of impact and characterization. He walks scot-free from his first encounter with the stormtroopers, even as he backpedals and wombly bomblies. Oop, I don't know. No, I, I'll keep taking them. I'll keep taking these prisoners. I've took them this, I took them this far. Da, da, da. They don't even fucking care. They don't even go. Uh, we need to get this K2's memory unit looked at. He's clearly fucking up. He walked like a fucking ghost. If you are Jen and Casio keyboard and you see this motherfucker <laughs> just coasting with his interactions, don't you bust your dick to go steal two or three more of these motherfuckers and have them just go do the business? Well, he wasn't ghosting with his interactions. What? Yeah, he almost got caught. But he didn't. But almost. Because... Because Donnie Yen interrupted that moment. Dude, come yeah, on. The Seriously. The was doing that. He was like, Seriously, yeah, he was not coasting. They said that they were going to diagnostic yeah. him oh, and yeah, everything. Okay, well, God, I hate this movie so much. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. I you hate do. It, now, it. My, my original question. Yes. You, you said dominoes falling. Yeah, yeah, Characters yeah. have no impact. Nope. What consequential impact did Indiana Jones have in Raiders of the Lost Ark? Well, let's see. Uh, none. Absolutely none. If you do, if you remove Indiana Jones from the movie, exact same thing happens. Everything happens. What, what's her name? I call that the. I forget her Marian. name. Marion. Marion. No, the character in Big Bang Theory who tears it apart. Oh, uh, uh, it's uh, Sheldon's girlfriend. Mm -hmm. um, uh, why can't I think and of her I'm name right now? That, Sheldon's girlfriend works. Sheldon's girlfriend just totally shred. And it's a common. It's actually yeah, an internet you're meme. You're probably right. It's right. actually yeah. an internet meme. Yeah. That well, even before it was an internet meme, it was yeah. it was something. Indiana Jones. Yeah. Actually, the whole movie, even with the plane, the transport plane, it doesn't matter because um, Belloc convinces Dietrich to test the Ark before they take it to Berlin. So, in other words, everything that happens happens anyway. I dig it. So, okay, and I'm and on that and on that again, you know. Indiana, Indy, Indy 4 is fucking shit mm. <coughs> because you give no fucks about Indy because you don't learn anything about Indy. Even as an Indy fan, you don't learn anything new about Indy except maybe he fucks somebody and has a horrible child. But in Indy 1, you learn motivations. 
You learn desires. You learn drives. Whether they're impactful, okay. whether they cause or affect, you root for what he's hoping to sure. achieve. You sure. root for the fact that he is fighting for something that he loves. He's fighting to preserve history. You know that he loves and, and, right. and cares for history. Yeah. He's well, fighting that's against... that's still quite vague in, in the original uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. When he's a they, history teacher? Yeah, they don't they don't establish how he loves history until he's teaching oh. history and yes. talking no, about history I, I because it goes right into him teaching yeah. and then it goes right into them saying uh, I have a lead on blah 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 and then he goes off on the journey so it rolls right into the next you segment without really establishing you know he likes history but you don't it doesn't really establish that he's insane about preserving this history. is my point that you doesn't happen until you get he likes into history. Last Crusade. That one bit. You know Indiana Jones likes history. What the fuck does Queso Dia like? Queso Dia? <laughs> what does she like? K- K- oh, K- I thought you were saying likes. K2SO. No. I'm like, you gotta uh, stop making up names for the character. We, we barely like. know who they are already. What does she fucking like? You mean Jen. Jen? What does Jen like? <laughs> she likes staying alive. She's truly outrageous. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. This, what What is her passion? No, those are good points. No, yeah, that, no, that's absolutely. Just, that, that, and that, that's when I so when I want to sure. play with my action figures, mm-hmm. right? I need a motivation. But this is These a different kind are, of movie. And then the question is, I don't know. A bad give, one. Give me a second. <laughs> give me a second. Don't you just shut had over. A seizure. Um, <laughs> I don't know enough about film history types to know, but I mean, like things like the Dirty Dozen. Yeah. Uh, Big red one. Right. I mean. I mean, this falls in that category I of hear thin lots red of line. People talking uh, about it's all it's they're all um, the the, the soldier story, the zero right. sum game, saving private everyone Ryan. Is, saving yes. Private Ryan. There's right. like there is no there is no redemption for these characters. I'm not looking because for redemption. There's but I'm looking for characters. There are there are beats. There are yeah. moments that you beats. get. You have you to learn intimacy about all of the characters. Thank you. Sure. That's all yes. I wanted. That's all I wanted out of my One Star of the Wars problems movie. there is saving Private Ryan is motherfuck tongue long mm-hmm. and they're already established as a team in in rogue one you got to get them together and then let's build those relationships in a shorter movie well, as long as it was yes which yes. which did not leave a lot of room to do that. and, it, no. and also in saving private ryan you don't know a whole lot about the interpersonal uh relationships with these guys because they're already established as a team like you just said and they talk to each other like they've known each other for a yeah, long but time you can, which is you what can, you and have then that. they drop little bits of their sure, past story sure. but you still don't really know anything about them other than Tom Hanks character wants to get home to his wife well yeah but you you find out um I'm not Vin saying Diesel's he's not alive. character has a sister that yes. one French girl reminds her. The country boy yes. is, is an excellent shot. The whole you know right from the get go. Um, the um, uh, Matt Damon's character talks about his brothers being pains in the ass in school, and all of his party plays the game of guess what the captain did. Right, and it gives you connection. They care about what the captain likes. Which is all me as an audience member wants to do too. All we want to do is know what people, what motivates people. These characters have no motivation. None. They are paper fucking cutouts. They're just, they're just flotsam in now, the wind of war. All and of your I can argument, give a fuck. All of your arguments aside, it seems to me you pretty much see things in black and white there are no shades of gray you either it's absolutely lo- Star Wars. no 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 either you absolutely love something 
or you absolutely hate it? Uh, thank you, Andy. Perfect. A lot. I'll agree with you on that one. A lot of my stuff, yeah. If I, I mean, if I, if I have enough problems with the thing, mm-hmm. I try and excise it from myself because I want to surround myself. Time on this planet is super mm-hmm. short. I only want to be entertained and fed with quality materials so that I become more of a quality person and a quality creator. Mm-hmm. If I watch garbage creations, I will start creating more garbage. There's a reason these movies are getting made. Transformers 5 is on the way, motherfuckers. Yeah, they, I blame it, you for that. You know what I mean? Like Transformers has no goddamn characters. Oh, Jazz. I'm so sorry you're dead. You're saying that as if anyone in this room has watched this. Huh? You're I've, saying seen the, this, I've seen the first movie. I saw the first yeah. one. I saw the first one. Um, no no Transformer reference is going to get through to no, us. It's, I mean, <laughs> the G1 cartoon has plot development and character yeah. storylines far and beyond anything mm-hmm. any of the films have ever even attempted. Well, uh, one of the reasons I appreciate these arguments with you, Paul, is, I mean, I, I disagree with you on, like, the, the, the level of the and movie, that's, that's but it fine. makes me think. Right. Yeah. It makes me think about character stuff yeah. and about what you need to do and what you want to do in creating characters. Your points are so, valid. You just don't feel them as strongly as you do. I'm never going to begrudge anyone the thing that they enjoy. Mm-hmm. People enjoy your thing. I might sit in judgment of you, but <laughs> but enjoy the fuck out of your thing. You know, I am all for fandom in, in its in its many and, and varied incarnations. It does disappoint me somewhat when I see rabid fandom around things that are, in my opinion, undeserving of it, while greater works go unrecognized recognized evangelion no it's it, evangelion <clears throat> is, is plenty recognized well um, yeah well that's also their fault because evangelion is fucking hard to get a yes, hold it of is. yes it is so <laughs> you know, you know in, in that regard i'm, I'm gonna say more fuck more. them they also are, they're, they're pronu- caught up in a bunch of shit also they insist on pronouncing it wrong the creator right the creator <laughs> uh is in a bunch of shit gygax the uh, gynax the, the the company he helped create they've been in a lawsuit forever it's, is that is that what's two? doing that's it a part of it all right yeah. mm. um I oh shit! I just oh, god damn it! I had it and I lost it. It'll come it. back. It'll come back. Yeah, it'll come back. But yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I I get real black and white on a lot of stuff. But I mean, I mean, Star Wars, you can't get more black and white than the morality that they put forth. It's preposterous. It's childlike in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. It, it's silly, and that's why when I saw this film, I'm like, well, gray it up, assholes. Let's go. Let's get real gray and weird. I think there's enough room in Star Wars to do that, especially with these one-off stories. I don't know, man. You're going to still see Star Wars in their every other year movies. Yeah, you've got the saga saga movies versus the... I hope 8 comes through. Oh, boy. I am not... I am not very optimistic at this point. I really think uh, seven might have been. But hey, on the toy front, by the way, I was yeah. I was in Target yesterday. Uh-huh. I saw a lot of of uh, female Star Wars toys out there. So they are finally getting, but of course, they're the ones from last year's movie. So they weren't; they were still sitting on the shelves. Yeah, well, Ray. They finally went and made a bunch more Rays. Yeah, it just took them a long time. Uh, but again, like, yeah, you just watch that plinket, and it just shows. You know, even as goofy as they are. Boy, she is she is head and shoulders the actress above that other one, Felicity Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's she's terrible compared to what uh, Daisy Daisy Ridley. Yeah, yeah. Daisy Ridley. Yes. Daisy Ridley. Like he just showed me that. Did, they just Did you that, see her audition? Little... Yeah, they showed her audition tape. Yeah, and it's just he's got his fucking hand on her forehead, and she's just sitting there crying. Yeah, and it's just like. 
Yeah, I couldn't do that, no. dude. I, it, <laughs> Wait, just, just the, they, they, he just shows for one minute that moment of her in the cockpit of the Falcon, just delivering an eight-word line, mm-hmm. and I'm like, she fucking worked on that. You see it, and you understand. And I mean, they just—it's just a few more minutes yeah. of show me what these characters are about. Yes, what does that what really does need, Ray that, want? That film really needs it. What does Ray want? Her parents. Yeah, and, and 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 more directly, what is the thing that she desires? Family, family connection, and ultimately escape. Yes, because she's locked in her meager existence. Right. She doesn't realize that escape is what she wants because she's held by the temptation of her parents coming back. But she really wants to flee. And finally, that door is open, and you see that character discover the thing it, that she didn't even know she wanted. Right. And by the time she's out there on that island with Luke, you're like, she, she grew. You know, it's not the most artfully handled thing ever in the world, but there's a definite character development there. I see that. I see that character feeling things and changing. I see her mind working. None of these characters in Rogue One ever had a moment of discovery ever had a moment of understanding, empathy, compassion. I just it blew my fucking brain away. What just, just and well, and so and a couple of really good performers in there too. Just, you won't have to see those characters ever again. <laughs> no. <laughs> it was quite the relief. I was like, well, hands washed. I still stand by it. Were I was, we, the only one I won't see again, won't won't buy it. No, we couldn't have been talking about it here. There was a whole sequence that was obviously cut, apparently, from, from the stuff that's missing from the uh, trailer. Yeah, I went back and watched some of yeah. the trailers. There's a ton of shit that's yeah. not in there. Like, like the, said, the, the TIE fighter coming up on the yeah. the thing with her? And now I'm trying to remember where it was. Wait, it was that's at the end. No. No, no, no. You the, think? The, the, the platform gets shot up by a fighter, yeah. but the, the, the trailer has her walk into that console and a TIE fighter just slowly comes up and faces her. Oh wow! Uh, and it, that kind of hap- that happened at the end. No, you feel it. Did. You think it did? I know. Because no. I, I, I remember. Yeah, I'm sure that happened at the end. But no. she was on that thing. No. Yeah, no. I'm I'm trying trying it came up and no. I'm trying to remember no. where I read it. No, or it, saw it. The, the, when the platform got shot up, it was a fighter. It wasn't even a uh, a, um, a conventional tie. It yeah, was, yeah, it was, it was like, like a tie right, advance. A tie advance or something. Yeah. Interceptor, whatever yeah, yeah. the fuck. And it actually came swooping down yeah, and it okay. came across and strafed it. I know, it's weird. If now, you know what my theory is, dude. Tricks. You know what my theory is? I'm wondering just how, because they also point out you see scenes of troops charging Imperials on the beach being led by right. Cassian right. and Jen. Yeah, that's all gone too. Right. You get. Keurig, the director, walking a cr- through the water, yep. and none of that happens. Yeah, right. I'm wondering. I my theory, and this is pure theory, the fighter coming up on the console might have actually been like Bodhi. That's the pilot, right? And he's coming up to like help her, right? But they cut it in the trailer yes. to make you make you be all like, <gasps> oh no! But actually, right. you know, the reveal I, in the movie would have been, I'm here to help you. I thought that too. That's, I thought yeah. that too, and. Here again, um, just to, to hit exactly what you were talking about, Torgo, it feels like an EU story. Yes. This just breaks my heart that they didn't just embrace the EU because yeah. Mara Jade fits that part. It's All they've done is taken the stories and twisted them five degrees left of center. And I've been thinking about that since you said that. And here's why they can't do the EU stories. Mm. Because we don't have those 
Star Wars royalty characters that young that it all relies on. <sighs> well, I mean, but that you you've you've seen that they aren't above trying it. Yeah, right. they're not above trying it, but <laughs> I know it doesn't work. But you, I think it's but, a matter of freedom. I don't think they want to be locked into anything. They will exactly mine right. freedom and they, money. They don't want to pay these other creators. They will mine the EU like sure. crazy. Yes. They it, will mine it like they they'll take have. Mara like, Jade. That's cool. But let's make her and then they yeah. and then Jin comes up. Sure, but they could never do she, those EU books. As far as a beach goes. You're right. In a lot of ways. As far as a beach sequence goes, somebody will find it. I definitely read it somewhere. There's a whole sequence cut out where the end game was to run to the beach and escape somehow from the beach, and they get turned around the beach and then have to run back up to the tower. And they just cut that out because it cut it was an easy chunk they could cut out of the movie. Okay. I I wonder, because of the scene Cassian and Jin on the beach, my thought is Did they fuck? No. <laughs> is we don't give a fuck. <laughs> the split. We've got about ten seconds before this big wave of fire hits us. Oh, why not? The, Stop that bone. The um <laughs> <laughs> the the original God. the original story was they all worked together, and then somebody came along and was like, you know what, Jen and Cassian, they got to separate and they got to do their own mission so we can have a split side ah. mission. My feeling, they, they had, they, I they feel they had to do their A B story. That's sort of that's sort of what I see. I I have no and it's pure speculation, but I get a feeling that it was like, yeah, instead of Jen and Cassian leading this. Why not they go off and do their own thing while everyone else is the classic diversion? It's always yeah, like yeah. that, you know. Yeah. We'll have our main characters do the real mission, but all the side characters will be the diversion so that they can get some action. And too. hey, man, the 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 cat script asks for the B story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go. yeah. Again, I just couldn't give a fuck about any of it. Casio keyboard did nothing for me. Well. Okay, so um, my daughter still has not seen any of the Star Wars movies. Don't listen, Frankie. No, she, she doesn't. <laughs> They're all terrible. She doesn't, although, although she is now. She's in a better Monkey's person Lair. for it. Um, yes, but, she is. I saw that. But um, I'm going to try and get her to watch uh, the film's machete style. Okay. But starting with this. Bad idea. I, I want to see if it, if it works. <laughs> I'm experimenting on my daughter. <laughs> you're, you're, you're a terrible person. Don't do that. <laughs> Don't take her to the worst Star Wars movie first. Oh my god! The, the movie that relies on information. That is yeah. so awesome. That you Andy. need. I'm, I'm I'm gonna try it. No, no, I did this. I did. I did this with my dad. Actually, I had him watch Serenity first, and he loved it. And then, then like, well, there's a whole TV oh, series happened before sake, this. Frankenstein, you're yeah. terrible. Wow. Yeah. Stop wow. this. Your creatures are gonna come back on you. <laughs> Don't pull that shit. Yeah, this Don't is a true EU story. You oh, need the other movies good. to get this one. Yeah. Really. Really Scully agreed with me. With Scully and I were talking about it. Well, Scully's, Scully's a, a sadist too. Monster. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I would expect and, and require nothing less from him. She is kind of a mad scientist. Show him the original. Tri- show her the original trilogy, then show her Rogue One, and then if you feel like it, go back to the new trilogy. Because I, 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 I still want to hear see hear somebody see it. Machete because, style hasn't seen it. Yet. Well, I was gonna say I could argue that I don't think you necessarily need the the new trilogy for Rogue One and everything else. I th- you think you need the original trilogy, obviously. Yeah, well, but I don't I, even think you need the original trilogy. You just need Episode Four, Star Wars. That's all you. Well, really yeah. Need. Apparently, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, new, yeah. the new, the new hotness. Oh boy, is Attack of the Clones. Uh, Star Wars Christmas special, <laughs> Attack of the Clones two more times, Star Wars Christmas special. 
That's the new machete order. It's a recipe for madness. You just attack the clones, <laughs> Christmas special, two, twice attack the clones, and then Christmas special one I, last I, time. Oh, no. I, yeah, that's right. I, I've heard that. It's called the Sarlacc order because you're being slowly digested over a thousand years. You will learn a new definition of pain. <laughs> Which is funny you mentioned that. Somebody actually went and critically analyzed that whole statement. It's like, so is the Sarlacc feeding you to keep you right. alive while right. it digests you? Yeah. They, they go into the this whole critical analysis of it it's really fascinating yeah. if you uh, get a chance look at it look it up yeah the sarlacc is an interesting creature because if it's expending that level of energy to keep a creature alive for a thousand years while also eating it calorie negative at the yeah, least exactly <laughs> it's like why does it need to eat you at that point it's just <laughs> yeah. a sadistic maybe it's creature. also a psychic vampire mm. oh yeah, yeah that, it's like that it's like that psychic that's, that's, in, uh, that's, in rogue one that yeah. is actually <laughs> fuck that that no, thing had a no. penis by the way that's that's what harlan nelson wrote uh, i have no mouth and i must scream that's right 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 that's that was Sarlacc. another thing that fucking i hated about it he comes out forrest whitaker i'm sorry my blobby lobby doo boo is gonna read your brain and he'll know if you're telling the truth, but unfortunately, it'll make you crazy. Yeah. And then, and then, no payoff at all. And then, agreed with that. Yeah, he, uh, Bodhi is crazy for all of like a minute and a half. They could have made him fucking Murdoch, man. Yeah. And yeah. it would have been awesome. Yeah. Have him be a wild card, pulling sure. some like like true crazy shit. That like, dumping, dumping dude. Shit. That who almost. do they have to drug before they fly? Huh? That, who do they have to drug before they fly? Uh, you know, again, again K2SO. I that I is sounds like an insert. If I have yeah. that, looks like that an insert again. because the 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 critter boar gullet. Yeah, because yeah, they have he has a minute and a half where he's like, oh, I'm the I'm I'm the I'm the pilot. I'm the pilot, and then the rest of the movie he's pretty stable. He's totally stable. Yeah. So it's it's sort of like you. In fact, I was waiting for that other shooter drop. Well, that's just it. Yeah. They, 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 the whole movie is. Where's Wait your other shoes? fucking shoe? <laughs> That's it. Rogue One, waiting for shoes. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn right. Oh, and those shoes stink. Oh, those boy. shoes smell like Forrest Whitaker's butt crack. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. He was terrible in this film. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He was I agree with you on that he one. He was yeah. a wasted... Not, oh, not much left to me. Like, seriously, did you not... <laughs> Apparently, he's going to be in Rebels as well. Great. Did you not... <laughs> what? Yeah. Did you not feel him straight up channeling Hopper from Blue Velvet? I was just so because he had the breather. Just because, <laughs> just because, <laughs> mommy, mommy, don't look at me. I, I, I didn't get that part in. I, I never was struck by he's, that. He's a fucking joke. And did he like Jen? I don't know. Did he <laughs> raise Jen? Should have been. Did he did. teach yeah. her anything? Did they have a moment where they shared? There's mis- missing parts in the first part God of this movie. Fucking damn this movie. Mm-hmm. They didn't allow her to connect to anyone. And then they stick her in the middle of the rebel pit going, Hey, guys, let's go fight stuff. Well, yeah. No. Okay, then. I'm still gonna. <laughs> no. That's what I do. Oh, I better, no. hold my, better hold my Reiki crystal here. Woo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> Thank gosh dad gave me a crystal. Mom, That's mom. how I know he loves me. Mom. Oh, mom gave her the crystal? Yeah. yeah. Another wasted opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> All of it is shit. All of it is garbage. I'm kind of force sensitive. Oops, I, I, never got, I never got any force sensitive. No. Talk about the dude. All of them were—they're all bordering no. on force sensitive. 
never got two it Jedi temple guards who I find out after the movie were Jedi temple guards. No, that was in there. I, I got that from the Please. movie. Please. Terrible. <laughs> Clearly force sensitive, but also I I felt like they disrespected the force. As much the as temple I hate guards religion, or the movie? much as I hate religion, the movie, I feel like they turned it into some kind of janky ass Buddhism. You know what's really hilarious? Mm. You said that uh, in your your screed yes. on Facebook. In Starlog, the reviewer of Empire Strikes Back said the same thing. Yep. Talking about Yoda and Luke's training. And it's like the force goes from being mysterious to this half-baked samurai kung fu religion. Mm-hmm. And they, they were all – and it was really funny because I'm hearing your comment there – Echoing this person who was talking yeah. about empire, yeah. everything that has happened yeah. before will happen again. Although, yeah, and I, I admit myself, I don't, li- I don't like this whole living will of the force thing. I love the idea, of, as it originally came across, that the force is just this power that you use. And then when they started getting into the force has will and it wills yeah. it. Now, and it's metachlorians. I, now, I might have misheard yeah. this, but I could have sworn when he started doing his chants beforehand, he said the force of others. In there, which is a deep I Easter. I didn't hear that. At like the like very beginning, before you even introduced that character. That's I think it was oh. actually the guy in the beer that was saying said it. the force of others is and which you. was what Lucas originally had this as not the force, but the force of others. So that's a real deep Easter egg. I mean, yeah, Interesting. and, and uh, maybe that's maybe that's true. And like you said, there's 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 a I love the force. I love the idea, but I think. For me, what it ultimately comes down to is it's just focus. Mm-hmm. It's just increased focus, which sure. we all are capable of and able to do. Yeah. When you start putting it into midichlorians and all this other, like you said, living will, and all, it just becomes it becomes gross. Right. Because then that tells me that the force decrees that all these people die for no good reason. Fuck you, force. <laughs> yeah, it becomes but, religion well, again. I'm like, yeah, well, fuck but if you. you take it, if you take it even further... Death is irrelevant because you become part of the force again. Right. Blah, blah, blah. So if you accept that the force has the will, mm-hmm. then you kind of get wrapped up in accepting that we're all just little whirlpools in the force but and it doesn't that really matter. The, the super gross, icky religion thing. Well, sure, exactly. And then which we're is, all will to the dominoes of the force. Which is right. why I like the, the whole idea of it's just this mystical f- field of energy you use. Like, I love yeah. the idea. Of Donnie Yen's character, just like I'm gonna go up here, they're not gonna see me, and I'm gonna flip that switch, and and we're gonna get the switch flipped, and you know if you look at it from that idea, mm-hmm. then then it's that's that is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I enjoy that. Yeah. I hate it. By the way, I hated uh, his friend's death. Yep. Because yeah. everyone else is working towards a goal and achieves it and then dies. Yeah. And he was just giving up. He's just like, oh, I'll just shoot people till I'm. I mean, it's like, would it. I mean, you guys have already obviously done a shitload of cuts. Would it have killed you? To give him an objective. To, to give him something. Again, that's kill legit. all of those stormtroopers to, with, to, to yeah, keep yeah. the tower from being overrun. Right. With every single one of those characters. That's what it comes down to. That moment when he's walking with the. Oh, forces with me. I'm with the force. The force with me. But who cares? Because you don't right. know shit about him. Okay, I'll give you what would have worked there is as he's walking up saying the force with me, the force with me. Um, the guy comes up with a gun and starts shooting the troopers because the force may or may not work, but the guns do work. Boom. I love it. Yeah. I, dude, 
Man, that would have been such a better scene. Yeah. If he's counting on the force, and meanwhile his friend is just taking everybody out like insane around him, right. like takes out 12 people who sure. almost Which kill him. Which he's already shown a right. supernatural He's already been ability. doing that, yeah. yeah. Oh man, that's a so that's so much better. It it, it puts a pin in the force. Sure, and yep. then and he it, flips, and then he flips the switch, and he's like, "Yeah, we did it! Come and on, back!" And boom, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then the body flies yeah, to him, yeah, and yeah. he's like, "Fuck!" Yeah, 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 Good yeah, point, yeah. Andy. And that would solve our problem of give the other guy an objective. Yeah, and then they die together. Yep. Man, oh man, oh man! I wish we'd written this fucking film. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, there's all those moments like that. But that that's more that's more character development than is in the entire movie for those two, and that's just terrible. That's just an unfortunate fucking thing. Yep. But that's a brilliant idea, Andy. That's yeah. a brilliant idea. That would have been that would and that would have solved my problem with the way they portrayed the force even. Yep. Oh boy, wow. That would have oh. <laughs> I just can't I, I I Get, can't put keep it, retconning. Put it, put it in your head, Canon, so that's there. I worked there. so hard to enjoy the prequels at all. <laughs> like I'm I, I mean that that well is dry. I, I, that's why I give this film no quarter. Yeah. I'm just saying, Nubia, that's true. Nubia. You're Fuck an off. angry, angry man. I, I think also part of it he's an angry is Force nerd. Awakens. Because yes. you said that you you watch it more and more and you hate it more and more. Yep. Although now you're speaking a little better of it, I've yeah. noticed. No, I mean, it's 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 better. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, damning with faint praise somewhat. Uh, but right. you get you un, you have characters that you understand what they want. Yeah. And that's it. That's a sadly a step above what Force or what Rogue One gave me. So we're gonna Maybe. dive out of this and give the uh, the people that didn't want to listen to spoilers five minutes of podcast. No, 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 no. <laughs> this, this, this is this is gonna be the show. Um, let me ask you this: What would you like to see in the Star Wars standalone movies going forward? One of the things Paul said that I would really like that he makes a great point. It'd be really cool to see deep into the Imperial life. And people dealing with the with being a part of the empire, maybe making their decision to escape it. You know what, uh, Paul? I recommend you reading Lost Stars. Okay. Uh, the the novel that came out a year right and a half ago. The, uh, that is about two people entering yep. the empire. I I came very close to buying but. that. I came very close to get grabbing that. Is that that is Life out. in the Empire? Is it's that, a good book? Is that okay. EU or is that the stuff? That's in it's the, new EU. It's new EU. Okay. So it's so canon. EU. It's canon. Yeah. New, okay. new EU. New EU. And plus, it ends with the Battle of Jakku, which you, leads up to you know. Jakku. Why does everybody want to go back to Jakku? <laughs> <laughs> I'm British, but I'm doing my best neutral American accent. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> So, what? Any other things you'd like to see them going forward in the standalone universe? I would like to see them move away entirely from the main characters, even Empire Rebel stuff. Yeah. I would yeah. like to. I would like to see just fleshed out planets. Uh, yeah, you know, I, and unfortunately, I doubt we'll get that. I bet you there's yeah. going to be some kind of. I mean, the, I don't know how they'll do it, but there's probably going to be some Birth of Empire shit with the young Han Solo movie. Yeah, I, you, you I'm can not, just see that coming. I'm not hot on that idea. Uh, I think they need to honestly steer away from the central characters because you yeah. Yeah. have learned about all there is to know about them it's through a, the course of the... You've yeah. already built this cool yeah. universe. Let's play in some other sandboxes. I'd like to see something with a, a, a smuggler and a crew of maybe six or seven people on a 
small ship uh, trying to struggle through, get around, do their stuff without you know, running away from the Empire. Sure. Um, then they may, get may, marooned on a planet and they have to live in bamboo no, no, no. huts. <laughs> no. Have you guys... Have no, any I'm of you thinking guys... something with a religious guy on it and maybe a doctor and his crazy <laughs> sister. And... Have oh, any... you and... You and your Josh Wheaton <laughs> fetish. Have any of you guys read uh, The Superior Foes of Spider-Man? No. No. It's a great book, and it's all about the baddies mm-hmm. and their hapless adventures. They're the, the third-tier bad guys. Oh, wow. Boomerang, Shocker. Okay. Mm-hmm. A bunch of, bunch of also-rans. Shocker? Yeah, yeah. And it's very funny. They're, they're, they're trying to work together, but they're idiots. I want to see a Star Wars movie called Hutz Boys. Oh, wow. Where oh, wow. Jabba puts together his own little band of baddies and has them go do a crappy assassin mission or something. And you see Bosk and uh, Dengar oh, wow. and all these motherfuckers trying to work together. And it's just slapstick. You know, IG-88 is yeah. needing oil change and all this bullshit. <laughs> There's a lot. I would like that. I would like right? that. Careful, because Hut doing anything... You you go you come close to what's his name Turbo, the 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 band the 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 singer Max oh, Rebo Max, Max Rebo. Rebo and and they were going on about it in um uh half in the bag yeah about the Max Rebo when are we getting the Max right. Rebo movie <laughs> yeah yeah you're well, getting close which be a funny I mean they're going to do it that would be a funny Eventually show we will Eventually we that'll will get that, the Max Rebo I could see that as a I could I see that Max as a Rebo TV. is in Rebels isn't he. I don't fucking know. I, I, I can't get it, so I can't yeah. watch. I could see uh, that as a funny TV series, yeah, like the the the, the, the touring band in the Star Wars universe. <laughs> That'd be fun. But I, I see it kind of like a Guardians of the Galaxy, but villains. You know, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, with with just some assass- some uh, bounty hunters. A bounty hunter movie would be cute. Oh yeah. god, but, no! Because you know they're gonna make it all a fucking Boba Fett. Movie. I know, but that's the the challenge is to don't make it. Yeah, a Boba I'm not Fett a movie. fan of an. A, don't a make Boba it a Boba Fett, Fett movie. movie. Sure, make it. Maybe make he it, makes an appearance. Right. Well, he zooms in. They're going after him. No, no, not even that. Not even that. Like I think, I think one of their missions. He zooms in, goes, takes care of it, like two feet in front of him, and is like, "Beat you to it, boys." Yes, and he's just, and he's just, like he yeah. always does. Yeah, and he's just gone, and they're just like, "Fuck," you know, and that's it, and that's where it starts of them just like. Oh, we suck. This the, the 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 sub level bounty hunters and their their galactic struggle to survive. Show me what they have to go through. Show me their shitty living. Dr- what? Where did you, this again? This is like you want you wanted to. What you does disintegrated IG-88, him again. What I'm does sorry. Go home to. Does he live in a box? Isn't IG88 known as one of the deadliest bounty hunters in the in the galaxy? I'm pretty well, sure. Wouldn't that be an interesting story to I'm tell? I'm pretty sure though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I mean, you know, okay, then don't e- don't even make it IG88. Make it new bounty hunters. Right. Go nuts. But you know, make it low level bounty hunters on the hunt. Trying to do bounties across the at galaxy. Least, at least throw Dengar in there. You see new ships. Oh, Dengar would be really funny to be in there. You'd see new ships. You'd see new adventures. And hopefully, there'd be some camaraderie. There's definitely Even if it's that boys. vengeful, pissy camaraderie. There was just none of that in Rogue One. There's definitely a Sopranos-esque uh, hut movie, too. There's got to be Yeah, some there could of... be. Maybe, yeah. Yeah, really. Yeah, Job, Job was going to a psychiatrist. They did a lot of stuff with the huts in Clone Wars. They, so they've already established this morning, the rancor in my well pit. In <laughs> sure. I like that. I like that. Tell me about your mother. <laughs> you got Rogue One thoughts? Write to us. Comments at uglycouchshow.com. And uh, thank you for joining us on this Rogue One experience. Oh, wow. wow. 
<laughs> and we I, managed to not have to mention that Carrie Fisher died this morning. Oh, what, did you, God, what, did, what are you doing? What are you doing? I'm mentioning that Carrie Fisher died. Well, this she clearly saw Rogue One. <laughs> oh. oh, wow! Um, Drowning in moonlight. Too soon. Drowning in moonlight, strangled by her own bra. Yes, as she yes. wanted to be remembered. <laughs> Comments at uglycowshow.com. Until next week, I am Master Torgo. A bunch of dicks. 80s Jeff. Commander K. Fact Jack Dandy. Positive Matt. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk to you next week in 2017. But it's HIV. Positive. Oh, no. Oh. Oh. Why did, you, why did wow. I say that? Wow. 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 It was pl- the play Holy of the negative. Low hanging fruit. That is funny, though. That's oh. why he got the HIV positive. We'd love, to, we'd love to date him because everyone says he's positive. <laughs> yeah, well, about that. <laughs> 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 uh, 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 uh,